Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time, and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hey, 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 what is up? What's the haps? What's going on? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, style coach, and I have just been called a style therapist. Loving that journey for me. I'm with my bestie, my mess gay, my stylist, my rock, my confidant. What up, Noli? Hello, hello. Coming to you live from your house. <laughs> Coming to you live from my apartment. From literally your closet. Not actually, <laughs> but I did. I will have to say a quick little anecdote. I did. The first thing I did this morning was I woke up, went to your closet and checked on the jacket. Oh, okay. Excellent. That I bought yesterday. That is so amazing. That, and I couldn't find any other hanging space. So I just put it in your closet. And I was like, I'm just going to like sit here and look at her. I am such a giver and I'm so fucking nice. And I'm letting Nolan stay at my apartment because he's crying every day because he was sleeping on someone's couch. And I said, just stay at my apartment until I get there. I cannot find a fucking apartment in New York City. It's ridiculous. It's terrible. There's nothing here. Anyway, first world problems. We have a guest, a fabulous guest today, Mr. Vincent Martinez. I'm going to let him introduce himself because I cannot do him justice. Vincent, what is up, my friend? Oh, hello, Holly and Noli. I love that Noli. I know you as Nolan, but I like Noli. Oh, yeah, we I like it too. I like a bit of variety. I like multiple names like Madonna. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, hi. I'm just so thrilled to be here with you today. Thank you. We love you so much. We're fans. Give us your intro, your bio. Tell the fans everything about yourself. Hit it. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, how much time do you have? I tell you, I'll do a lot of things. I am well known, I would say, or fair to say, in Atlanta at least, as Fashionado, which is my it is the name of my website. It's a fashion and lifestyle website called fashionado.net. And I've gosh, I've had that for the last maybe 13 or 14 years. I've really, I've really lost count. I also have a philanthropic organization called Doggies on the Catwalk, which we now really go by the name DOTC Foundation. And we raise awareness and raise funds for pet-based pauses and for art and fashion education. Loving that. Yeah, thank you. And uh, and that's about 14 years old. And what I do for my livelihood, which I love, so I've been an, an educator for nearly 20 years, but for the last, gosh, just over a year, um, have a fabulous new job. Uh, I am the host and anchor for the digital TV platform, for the art institutes. We're talking eight campuses and one online campus. Uh, so we've got four in four in Texas, two in Florida, Atlanta, and Virginia Beach. I anchor all the virtual open houses and new student orientations. 
I do a lot of voiceovers and uh, instructional content, but really, really, really the most fun thing I do, uh, I do a weekly interview series where I've had all kinds of guests on my show called AI Live, the interview series. And I've had guests on there like Alex Badia of Women's War Daily, uh, Ashley Longshore, who I know you both know and love. You know, fuck. I know. I actually just texted her yesterday. <laughs> Good. Is she coming to Fashion Week? That was the question. I, she hasn't texted me back yet, but hopefully she is because that would make my day. Yeah. Well, she's got invitations to a few shows. I know that for a fact, but uh, she, it was, she was still up in the air whether she was uh, going to come or not. So I hope she does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that, I mean, let me tell you, makes any party better. Oh, I, I know, right? Yeah. But yeah, that's really it. It's Fashionado. I've been an educator for uh, almost 20 years. Dogs on the Catwalk and the host of the Art Institute's uh, TV platform. That's you it. Are, you that's are it. a man about town. And I will say for DOTC, Doggies on the Catwalk, I have been to your fashion show and it is people with disabilities walking on the catwalk with their service animals. And it is next level. I mean, it is so fun and funny and it's just, it's amazing. I love it. And what a cute idea. Thank you. It's a little heart wrenching too, you know, but because we take so much for granted. Uh, It's really inspiring to see people who have never given, been given that opportunity to walk down a runway with their service dog. It's unreal. It's so amazing. And and don't people have other service animals other than dogs? Anybody got a service goat, a, ser- a service llama? Anybody have anything like that? The animals. I mean, it, it, yes, yes. <laughs> You're absolutely right. <laughs> you know, gosh, reptiles, if they bring you a sense of calm and tranquility, they could be considered and registered as a therapy animal. Nolan is like, stop giving Holly ideas, okay? No snakes for you, Holly. <laughs> I'm like, she already has an unhealthy relationship with the dog. We don't need a second one. <laughs> I love her dog. No one loves Schmutz more than me, but I'm like, you can pee by yourself, Holly. You're an adult. I know, I know. I'm the, uh, he's a mama's boy. That is fantastic. Anyway, we're, you know, we really wanted to talk to you. We've been trying to get you on the podcast you live in the ATL. I live in the ATL. I see you about town. You're a big ass deal. Loving our relationship. We're meeting at Fashion Week very soon. And we just wanted, you know, we had a category we wanted to talk about. And, you know, we really wanted to talk about menswear. You dress fabulous. You look great. I mean, you know, you've been in fashion for a long time. And we just want, you know, I always say, look, if I style you and then your husband does not match you afterwards, you know, that's kind of your fault. You need to lead him down that path. You know, we want to get your opinions about menswear and and what women can do to help their husbands. You <laughs> don't know. And I'm looking at your website now and you have this really, really great short and sweet to the point article that says five fashion items men can't do without. And, you know, for someone just starting out in fashion, you know, there's a lot of train wrecks out there. Nolan, I know you saw a train wreck yesterday. I did. I was walking home from the office. I was at Columbus Circle. And there was this fabulous woman. She was wearing this like a little Oscar de la Renta, like cotton, you know, summer dress with like cute little sneakers and a, like a hot pink crocodile Birkin. And her husband was wearing overalls. <laughs> and not in like the hipster Brooklyn way. Right. And right. I was scarred. 
<laughs> you have PTSD. It, but it happened again when I was in Las Vegas. I was in this place called Earth Cafe, which is like, I'm sorry, it's the most fucking pretentious Starbucks you've ever seen. It's essentially what it is. And they charge like $18 for a muffin. But again, I expensed it. I don't really care. Anyway, I'm sitting there and there's this like middle-aged Russian lady with this huge orange alligator mat Birkin. And I was like, oh my God, who is she? Because you know she like is living her best life. Her husband clearly, like they're clearly from Texas. He was wearing cowboy boots and like a t-shirt that was like covered in stains. Ew. And I was like, this needs to stop. I'm like, this is not okay. I'm like, your handbag costs more than most people's cars. You can put your husband in something that's not a (laughs) t-shirt. You are carrying around a Honda Civic. Oh, the, no, no, no. That's like an E-class Mercedes. That's like $70,000 in a handbag. And you're telling me your husband can't wear a t-shirt without like motor oil on it? I really? Mean, Vincent, help us out. Help us out. Help us just out. Where does she begin with that? Like, how does she be even begin to fix that tragedy? Right. <laughs> I think first you have to identify who's the one with the problem. I mean, visually, yeah, it's clearly it's the husband, but who's really in control there? Is it he? Is it, or is it him? Or is it the wife? Can she actually say, no, darling, no, honey, I want you to wear this. Does she do that? And he rejects it. You know, so we have to figure that one out. But I would Oh, that's true. The number one thing, and I've been saying this for years and years and years and years, I swear, the number one thing is a good fit. I don't care whether you're wearing fast fashion or some high-end designer brand. If it doesn't fit well, if you are a size medium and then wear a fucking large. Right. And I do that all the time. And that's true. Brother-in-laws are guilty of that. Why do people do that? Why do men wear their dress shirts so boxy and big? Why? Well, because I mean, you don't sometimes I don't think some people even know what the right fit looks like, to be honest. I think it's that bad sometimes. A misguided sense of comfort. Yes. That yes. If size and it's too fitted, it's not going to be as comfortable as wearing something that they're swimming in, but they look like shit. They look terrible. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going for like the oversized, like calf tanny white shirt look, but that doesn't really look good on most men. Right. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're both in fashion. Yes, we can pull off the oversized look, which is really very end. It is a trend and I get it, but you have to know how to, about scale and size and proportion to really pull it off well. Do you think men look in the mirror and they see themselves like the joke is like men see themselves thinner than they really are and women see themselves bigger than they really are do you would you agree with that i agree with the women yes i think they always think they're larger you know bigger than they are the men i don't i think they're a little oblivious right (laughs) they just don't get it they don't get it and they just don't care i mean they want their wives or girlfriends to look you know just hot amazing you know sexy porn stars whatever but they don't care about themselves and not to go off on a, on a tangent, but like one of my biggest pet peeves ever, and I see this all the time, even even still today in 2021, are men who go out in public wearing flip-flops. Oh, Pops, honey. I mean, uh, I want to gouge my eyes out. Preach, preach. Make it stop. <laughs> Can't out. you do something about that, Vincent? Make it stop. I said, the only way I should see another man's feet is at the pool or the beach? Actually, I, uh, yes, but there's a new pair of Hermes sandals that I really quite like. And I they cover most of the foot, but there might be like one toe showing. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. I will post a picture because now they're apparently so popular that Hermes has made them a quota item like Birkins. And you can only buy two pairs a year. Oh my God. Anyway, that is 
it's bad. But the same guys that wear the oversized, like regular fit jeans that trail on the floor with these flip flops that have maybe the brown suede thong. Oh, those are, oh, those are the like brown the rainbows. The rainbows. I mean, Vincent, we live in the South. I will say, would you agree? And I know Nolan agrees, so I don't have to ask him. <laughs> in the South and the Midwest, it's just fashion for, especially for men is not prominent here. Would you agree with that? Or there's not enough education for the customer? It's really a little bit of both, Holly, to be honest with you. I mean, it is prominent. And, and in fairness, I, I, you know, I like to you know, you know, just play both, both sides. I mean, you and I have been to plenty of events where some of the stylish men are in Atlanta. Um, yeah. Do exist. But if you're going to look at it in terms of percentages, I mean, is it like 50% are stylish, 50% are not? No, I think I, I think probably more, well more than half are really not that stylish. They don't wear the, the, the right fit. Maybe they don't have that fashion education. Uh, maybe their wives just care about how they look and not so much what their husbands look like. Uh, and that's not true for everyone. I mean, I know there are plenty of wives that make sure their husbands you know, look good. Listen, I know when I leave the house with my husband, we always try to look stylish, even if we're wearing the most simple. Yeah, but you both always look fabulous. Y'all are like magazine worthy. I mean, (laughs) that's different. I mean, y'all are like- It doesn't doesn't count. You both are are fashionable. I don't think that counts. Thank you. But we talk about it and I'm going to tell you something that no one knows and I'm going to, you know, full transparency here, but you know, I mean, I, I think Alex, my husband, is so chic and so sophisticated. And I cannot tell you how many times he always takes a little bit longer to get ready than I do. So I'm downstairs waiting on him with a drink or something. He'll come down and I go, oh, God, you look good. I will run upstairs and change <laughs> outfit <laughs> with him. Look, it's all right, boo. It's okay. Nolan tells me to change clothes all the time. <laughs> Nolan- She'll come out and I'll be like, nope, try again. <laughs> Yeah, we're used to that. Um, we're used to that. I understand. I mean, I think I look great. And Nolan's like, really? And I'm like, what? I'm like, take and, one thing off. Yes. You have better. Yes. Yes. Nolan yells at me constantly. So I understand the struggle, but you always look good. I mean, and, and you know, there's things that when I work with customers, like people usually get pushed. They have a new job or, you know, they're starting a new chapter and they're not really sure what to do and they can't go to the store because then they emotionally shut down. I mean, it, that's that's what I think. But coming from someone like you, I think that you're, you know, I love I'm just loving this article. Like, look, start at zero, get the white shirt that, you know, you, you said short sleeve, long sleeve, fitted a bit, you know, a quality shirt with really good fabric get someone in the store to help you. I mean, that is, you said you can be worn anytime, anywhere. And it's true. You just, it doesn't take a lot, right? Like you just need a little bit. Fucking cargo shorts, all that shit. Don't buy clothes from Old Navy and don't buy clothes the same place where you buy clothes for your kids. That's all I preach. And also another misconception, guys, is the slim fit. Many men run away from when they see that word, oh, no, 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 I can't do slim fit because I don't have the right size. It's going to be too tight on me. Guess what? Slim fit will fit you if you buy the correct size. Mm. If you're a size medium and you know, you've been buying large and you think a slim fit is going to just be way too tight, 
you buy the slim fit that fits your body. All that means is that the shirt has been cut and tailored uh, not so generously as a regular fit shirt. So don't be afraid of those two words, slim fit. Nolan, should we get that on a pillow? I think so. (laughs) I can name like five guys right now. I'm sorry, husbands of people right now, you know, who try and they look good when they have to, but you know, the casual is where they're really missing and they would die to wear a slim fit shirt. They would not. Yeah. They would not be. I, I love this. Can we talk about underwear for a minute? Oh God, please. Yes. Again, the, a lot of these are just misconceptions. You know how women feel when, you know, when they wear really nice undergarments, you know, mm-hmm. you might sexy or sexier or classy or, you know, whatever it makes you feel good. Well, the same can hold true for men, you know, case in point, once again, my husband, we were just in Palm Springs, we were, and we were shopping and I hope he doesn't kill me for saying this, but you know, he went, uh, we went into Tom Ford and he bought some really nice underwear and he looks great in them and he feels fantastic and men. So what I'm saying where you don't have to wear super high-end designer underwear, but, but don't go to these damn fruit of the loom or Hanes. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's a happy middle ground. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, even fast fashion, I am a fan. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm a fan of Uniqlo. I love Uniqlo and I, I am not a fast fashion fan, but they're very thin turtlenecks. I buy like six every fall. For the basics and I recommend them just for basics. And, you know, some of their underwear feels the, the fabric is different. Uh, the textile just feels better. But I think just wearing nicer underwear, uh, whether it's a boxer or boxer brief or a, what do you call them? A, um, a tidy whitey, just a brief. Just are boxers out? Do people, what? I don't know what, what I mean. Boxers actually, to be honest with you, some men feel very comfortable with that in them. I don't, I wear boxer briefs and just regular briefs. Gotcha. I don't want them loose on my body. I was going to say, don't boxers sound like, I feel like wearing like gym shorts. Like I don't get it. I don't understand the appeal. Well, and they also bunch up because you can't wear a pair of slim cut or skinny jeans with boxers because it's going to bunch up. You're going to look like you've got some weird stuff happening down there. You're going to bulge in all the wrong places. Right, right. I don't think you had an accident. (laughs) (laughs) You had a really bad accident. (laughs) Yeah, like there's an an issue here. Uh, I'm sorry. Nolan's still stuck on Tom Ford underwear. Oh, no, I have. I know. Yeah, my friend David has them. They're very nice. Very nice. Do you want Alex to take a picture of it and show you guys? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Next to me, he's laughing. He's lying. Fuck no. <laughs> well, listen, I'll, not everyone can afford Tom Ford underwear, but I get that's the top, the, you know, the top of the food chain. All right. But you if also we, get what you pay for. The fabrics are really nice. <laughs> yeah. And you do. And no one elaborate that on that. So you don't have to get Tom Ford. Of course not. I mean, yeah, that's just an example. I mean, but like, don't buy Versace underwear because I'll be, I'll be honest, like I've seen them and I'm like, this fabric doesn't even feel that nice on those. I don't know why, but I was in Saks once and I was like, this is really like, they're, they're very expensive and the fabric like was fine. I wasn't, you know, but you do get, you do get what you pay for with good fabric. I will say. You don't have to buy designer underwear to feel good. I'm just saying, and, and I'm not trying to knock the, the basics, you know, Fruit of the Loom and Hanes, but you could go upgrade, you know, just a little bit. Like, I don't even love Calvin Klein, but like, 
Calvin Klein underwear is great. Buy Calvin Klein underwear or whatever, something else. Like, are, are there any like? No, and that's what you wear, though. In all seriousness, don't you wear Calvin Klein? I mean, I order either Calvin Calvin Klein or there's another one. Fuck, I don't remember. It might be Uniqlo actually. Oh. To exist. Now, let me ask you this because I know for women we have separate workout underwear than regular underwear. Do men have separate workout underwear or do you wear the same? It depends what your you know what your workout entails. I mean, I really just do the treadmill these days. Oh, just gotcha. I don't work out. <laughs> I walk. That's it. Ah, you're in New York though. Exactly. I mean, like I walked nine point two miles yesterday. I just looked. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. It's just, just. Am I going to Equinox? No. I'd rather spend that money on shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. And eighteen dollar muffins. And eighteen dollar muffins <laughs> that I expense. Don't worry. That's the corporate credit card talking, not me. Okay. And I want to ask this, Nolan and Vincent, each of you, I want you to hear as I'm styling people, is the tie out or what? I don't know. In my opinion, it's a rare thrilling moment in the, for the most part, for everyday people, it's to me, it's kind of like dead and over with unless you're going to a wedding. And even then it's like, really for chic people like us, insert laughter here. It can be, (laughs) it can be it can be a rare thrilling moment, but I do have a genius friend. My friend Jennifer sent me this thing about turning a tie into like a pin, like a, like a floral kind of shaped brooch. And that was amazing. So I recently bought a couple of ties from like Dior and Brioni that I'm like going to do that with at some point, you know, when I have my sanity back and (laughs) when's that going to be, when's that going to be when I know I'll let you know, (laughs) but that's what I don't know. Cause I have had a couple of men clients and I don't know whether to guide them in that direction. What is your opinion on ties? Be, be honest, be brutally honest. I don't wear ties anymore. And I have so many beautiful ties. I'm sure I hold on to them because they may come back, but you know, part of the problem here, Holly also is working from home the last year and a half with COVID who's had to wear a tie and, and everyone in the business world, I think has relaxed so much in their business attire that I think wearing a nice shirt, a collared shirt with a blazer is enough. I don't yeah. see wearing ties. If in your corporate culture, a tie is required, then yes, get the tie and make sure it's not super wide. You want not super skinny either, but you just, you, you don't want the old, you know, a 1980s wide ties. Or a piano tie or a leather tie. Oh God. Oh, a leather tie. So I'm wearing a leather tie at the Aldo party. He was fabulous. No one's like, shut up that chic. No, but here's the annoying part, right? And this is my gripe with some men's fashion. In New York City now, you can't tell. This guy walks in, he's fabulous. He's so nice. And he's wearing like an oversized, like Margiela button down with like this cost knit sweater vest and like oversized pants, like Balenciaga shoes and like a huge gold cocktail ring. And I was with my friend and we were a little drunk because it was, you know, the hurricane and literally like the world is falling apart around us. We're watching lightning strike buildings, but like we've gotten the like emergency thing, like saying you're not allowed to leave the building, whatever, from the state of New York, which we did anyway. Long story short, subway ceiling collapsed. That was scary. Anyway, we're sitting there and my friend and I, we were a little drunk and I'm like, I can't tell if he's gay or if he's just from Brooklyn. (laughs) Now it's like the hipsters and some gays dress alike and it's very confusing. It's very confusing for Nolan. I'd like to submit a form. No, because it just like it declares whether or not we can be friends or not. Because if he's Valid. a straight man, I can only like five straight men at once. It's too, it's too <laughs> time consuming for me to like more than five straight men at one time. And I'm like, I don't know him well enough for him to take up one of the quotas. So, I mean, if he's not gay, we can't be friends. Right. Duh. I mean, I'll be. 
I mean, it's bad enough. You saw someone in overalls. You're like having nightmares over that at the Mandarin. It's a man. That was a man down situation. That was, <laughs> I needed, I needed Xanax and like a priest after that. God. Yeah, you got to check for the mannerisms then. I mean, there's, there, there are other cues. When I was growing up, it was clear who was gay and who wasn't. Where'd you grow up? In Miami in the eighties. Nice. I was born in Havana. I, I've been wow. in the 70. So 50 some years now, but I grew up in Miami with all the other Cubans. Cause back then it was predominantly Cuban. And since then it's very, it is a melting pot. I mean, all of South America lives in Miami now, but uh, back in the eighties, it was pretty clear who was gay and who wasn't. And then, uh, you know, things began to change into the nineties and to the two thousands. And to Nolan's point, I think I can spot a gay a model way, but things have changed so much. If I saw that, that guy you're talking about, I'm not sure that I could tell which way he swung. <laughs> I, that was the problem. I was just, I'm like, cause I'm like, if he's a strike, I don't know if I could be friends with him. So it's like, can you give us a hint? I'm like, we play 20 questions. Like, what is this? Can you throw me a bone? I no, mean, and then he on. like ordered like a skinny margarita. I was like, oh no, he's gay. Then he started talking about a girlfriend. And I was like, what? Damn it. No, uh, I was like, I'm confused. Oh, I'm like, did she know what we know? <laughs> What's so funny is that you said, yeah, you know, where, where I grew up, it's very clear who's gay. Nolan's thinking, hmm, South Berwick, Maine. Yes, it was very clear who it was, was gay. It was very clear. <laughs> yeah, but this was back in the 80s. Things were definitely different. They weren't, you know, as accepting and relaxed as they are today. I totally agree with that. I mean, this is the best time to be gay, I think, because people are so much more educated. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Thank God. I mean, I've been married two years this October. Oh, Mazel, you're still a newlywed. Yeah, we've been together five years and our second year anniversary falls actually on gay pride in Atlanta. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Nolan makes me get a pride piece. He's like, you need to pride this. You need to pride that. I'm like, damn, I need one pride thing so I can show my support. And you still haven't bought anything. I mean, I do have a, I have a small little micro collection of the Burberry pride collection. Anytime I see something in that print, I buy it. I mean, I have my, my like tote bag, like I jokingly call my fag bag because it is like <laughs> literally the Burberry tote bag with the pride stripe through it. And I was like trying to explain to someone, I'm like, no, I can say this. You can't. Right. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, it's too much work. I'm just going to call it my gay tote bag. It's so much fun. Seriously. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with that. I really do. I love that tote bag. I don't know where it is. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure as no one is famous for losing things. But anyway, I did not lose that tote bag. Don't put that out in the universe. <laughs> so, Vincent, leave us with some nuggets, some key takeaways about somebody who might be starting out trying to get their act together you know, we, we talked about the wardrobe. We talked about that. We talked about things, but give us some other little nuggets like shopping online versus shopping in person. Like what should they find out their shirt size? Like give us some nuggets. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I like shopping online, but the challenge is you have to understand the size guide with these stores, whether you're buying basics at Uniqlo or you are shopping you know, wherever, at, you know, Nordstrom Online or Saks or Neiman's, you, you need to know how these brands fit you. Otherwise, you may buy the wrong size. Uh, they're not all equal. And I also like, I'm a little bit old school. Uh, I like the experience of walking into a 
boutique, a store, a, you know. Me like a- too. Uh, but what I do recommend if you're starting out, I'm sure you've talked about the high low in fashion on your program in the past. I'm sure you have, but it works the same for men. Uh, much earlier, you know, I mentioned how much I like Uniqlo for the basics. You don't have to invest a lot of money to look good. Remember, the number one rule is your fit. Yes. Buy that fit. Not regular fit. Go for the slim fit whenever possible. Get your basics. But you can also add to your wardrobe by investing in some really great choice pieces, designer pieces. Whatever your budget allows. You know, maybe it's a really nice wool coat, you know, a pea coat or a... Oh, I live for that. My Alexander McQueen wool and leather pea coat. I mean, best thing I've ever bought. Right. And that might be a little bit over budget for some guys. So, you know, they may have to try a different brand. If you're in New York, you've got everything you want you know, right there. You know, I that's just... true. I mean, I, I bought my 90% off because otherwise I would have had to like sell meth to buy it. But... but you know what? Also, you can wear basics on your top and your bottom, but wear good shoes. Wear designer. They could be sneakers. I mean, the sneaker trend is not going away. I mean, that's everywhere. I agree. Buy, you know, spend some money and buy really nice shoes, whether they're they're dress shoes or sneakers. You know, I, I don't know when's the last time I've worn dress shoes, and I've got so many, but I wear sneakers all the time. I've got some by Louboutin. I got some from Gucci. Then I have a bunch of, of Adidas. And quite honestly. The Adidas are way more comfortable than my $1,000 Louboutins. I mean, it's insane. And I thought, oh, no one can attest to that. Oh, honey, he knows. I can attest that because I walk so much now that like, so yesterday I walked 9.2 miles in Common Projects. I wanted to cut my feet off. <laughs> you know, my Gucci, one of my pairs of Gucci shoes is still drying from the hurricane the other night. And they're like literally like warped. Like I'm afraid that they're never going to come back. But when it comes to like, if you're going to buy really expensive sneakers, I have found personally the most, the most comfortable to walk in are either Tom Ford or Gucci. In my experience, like the Gucci Ace sneakers for me are very comfortable. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, we've got some Gucci, which are, I mean, I, I can walk for miles. Uh, sadly, I don't have any Tom Ford. Uh, I'm sorry, wait, say Tom Ford or Tom Brown? No, Tom Ford. I don't have any Tom Ford sneakers, but uh, I wouldn't mind a pair. I had the vel- the red, my, I called them my Dorothy slippers, my red velvet ones. And I, they were so comfortable that I actually wore them through, which I try, I try not to do with designer sneakers, but I, I wore them so much that I actually wore them through. I forgot about those, Nolan. I know. I, I think I left them in London because they were, the, I left those, I left two good pairs of shoes in London because I'd shopped so much that I wore through those and I wore through my white set of the Bhutan ones. Like they were so beat that they just could not come back from it. So I just made the executive decision to leave them behind. <laughs> I, mean, I remember those. And the, what were the ones that hurt your feet so bad? Golden Goose. The Golden Goose. I've had, I've had five pairs now and not a single one has been comfortable. God. My favorite sneakers I've worn so much that Alex told me I can't wear them anymore. Uh, <laughs> I get photographed in them, but they're so fucking comfortable that, I mean, I just, I love them. They're uh, Nick Wooster. He did a, a collaboration. Oh, with, yeah. With the Greats brand and their um, animal print. Leopard. Ooh, I did see a pair of, and again, like I, I'm, I'm, I like to use Kathy Griffin's and it's like, I'm Nolan meter and I never learned my lesson. <laughs> There's a new pair of men's leopard golden goose. And I saw them the other day, I sent them to Holly and I was like, I'm swooning over these. She's like, they hurt your feet. Do no. not buy them. She's like, no. 
Nolan has wider, he has a little bit wider foot though. So he needs more room. And so it's, he's a harder shoe fit than like my husband, Jonathan, who's like a solid 10 and a half. Like he's, you know, it's different when you have, you know, you know, what's more comfortable, but for someone who walks a lot or exercises a lot, of course you have workout shoes. My biggest pet peeve is people who wear workout shoes as regular shoes, trying to be hit with sneakers, no boo. Unless you're a Tribeca yoga mom driving a G-Wagon and taking your child to like Dominique Ansel for a cronut, I don't want to see your APL sneakers in public. Oh my God. Who uses the word cronut in a sentence? I mean, how, anyway. Oh, eat a bowl of wangs. I'm going to get a cronut later. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. You can go get a $16 muffin. There you go. I don't have my corporate credit card. I'll be eating Skittles all day. <laughs> And Vincent, I am so excited to see you at Fashion Week. I am so excited to hook up with you. You have asked kindly asked. I think, me, I think you mean link up. Hook up means something different. <laughs> I know, Holly, I know what you meant. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. You have asked us to kindly and sweetly, I don't know if this is like a pity interview if we're like choice F, but we are going to be on your at your series. You're going to interview us. We are so excited. We can't wait. Nolan's a camera hog. Let's be honest. But that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I know I said that as a joke. That was supposed to be facetious. Anyway, so we're really excited to see you. And um, we're going to go to some of the shows together. We're going to be on your series. And we were like, yo, you need to be on our show. So we are so grateful for your tips, your nuggets, your friendship. We're going to hang out. We're going to have way too many drinks. If no one's going to be there, that's. Oh, I'm going to be tipsy Tina most of next week. I'm just giving you a heads up. And he doesn't like to eat because he said this is our Super Bowl. So Nolan's like, we got to be focused. We we have to be drunk and skinny. So I don't don't eat until 7 p.m. And then I just collapse into a mountain of carbs. (laughs) It's like um, Devil Wears Prada. She's like, when I feel like I'm going to faint, I just eat a cube of cheese. I eat a cube of cheese. (laughs) Exactly. And then I drink three gallons of water. So, Well, there's a new restaurant downtown we're going to try. It's called Jolene. And so I'm feeling very Dolly Parton about it. We're going to wear restaurant outfits. It's going to be great. So, um, Vincent, here's to say that we hope you don't regret asking us to be on your series. And, um, you know, we're going to have a good time. We're going to be killing it. Any last thoughts, Noli? No, now I'm just, now I'm in the mood for a cronut. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, also so excited to see you both next week, but I, I know, know the, uh, the cronut is number one on my mind now. So I don't like you anymore. Vincent, tell, Vincent, tell us where we can find you. Give us your website, your Instagram, so we can follow you. Thank you. Thank you. So the website is fashionado.net. F-A-S-H-I-O-N-A-D-O, fashionado. And all of my social media, I kept it really easy for branding purposes. It's it's everything is under Fashionado. So at Fashionado, that's for Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all the important ones. I mean, Vincent is very well connected in the industry, and he is like like minded. We met each other, and we fell in love. We're like, oh my god! And he was like, oh my god! I was like, wait, you're nice, and you're in the fashion. He was like, wait, hold on, here's my number. That's a rare combo. It is. It is. I think I actually met your husband first. I met because I met Alex at a photo shoot because he sells really high end real estate and we were shooting in somebody's house and I met him and he said, oh, I'm married or you, you guys weren't married at the time. Anyway, we made the connection and I was like, that's amazing. So, so grateful for your friendship. Alex is going to so tell me if I don't correct this. He does not sell real estate. Nothing wrong with that. But Oh, he- sorry. He had the luxury division. Yes. Uh, for a real estate 
a big, big firm. So that's what he does. He, he he's a BFD in real estate anyway. He, he is a big deal. And he's yeah. a big He's a big deal. So anyway, thank you so much for being on the Fashion Crimes Podcast. We love you. We will see you soon. And my name is Holly Cates. Please send us a DM, send us snail mail. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know if your husband looks bad. Let us know if you need help. If you need some, if you need us to like throw you a a life preserver to get your husband out of the hole, to get rid of those flip-flops, those cargo shorts, whatever. Please let us know what you need. We'd love to hear from you. This has been Fashion Crimes Podcast. Podcast, and we are out.